Welcome to Empowered Living with Evangelist Robin Sherrod. I am so glad that you have decided to join us today because here at Empowered Living, we add value to your life as we point you to Jesus Christ. We want to welcome all of our viewers or listeners, depending upon what platform you are viewing this from. Our goal and our mandate is to strengthen that horizontal relationship that you and I have with the word of the Lord so that in turn, it will empower the vertical relationship that you and I have with our Father, which is seated in heaven on the right hand of God, making intercession for you and I. What an awesome confirmation and affirmation that Jesus Christ himself is looking down upon us and making intercession for us. Well, we don't want to belabor the time here, so we're going to go ahead and get right into the word of the Lord. Our topic today is just simply a question, and that question is, why not? Why not? We have embarked now into this new year, and our mandate is the new in you for 2022. It is not a cliche. I'm going to unpack it, and I'm going to share with you exactly the depth of what that phrase is or what you want to call it as your praise phase, as your empowerment quote, whatever it is. But I'm speaking to the new in you in 2022. We have gone through a season and we are continuing to go through a season of disruption. Things that we know that it to be before is no longer there and there is uncertainty about what is to come. Now, for those that are not believers, they are shaken by this uncertainty. But those of us that are believers, we are not shaken because we know, according to Romans 8 and 28, that all things are going to work together for our good. Although at the time, it's not so much for the good. Although at the time, we may lose some things. Although at the time, some things may be taken away from us. Although at the time, there may be some major adjustments and readjustments. But as a believer in the Lord, we know that all things, come on, is going to work together for the good. But I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I just want to lay some of the foundation. So in the question of why not, why not do what you know that God is placed in your spirit to do? Why not move in a direction of which your life is taking you at this point and you know that it's in the line and the will of God? I want to give you three life points in terms of why not. First, we're going to look at and we're going to talk about validation and how that times we are looking for people to validate us before we decide to move forward. I'm going to unpack that a little bit more. And then I want to talk about volume and the volume is what are the voices that are speaking to you? What are you saying to yourself internally and what are you receiving from others externally? And then I want to speak about velocity. Velocity. What is velocity? Velocity is a change in positioning, a change in positioning. And I want to speak about that. But before I get there, I want to go ahead and continue.
continue to lay the foundation as we explore and as we go on this journey of the new in you in 2022. For those of you that follow me on my social media platforms or you're connected with me through um, our social media venues, you do know that we have embarked on the 28 days of the new and you for 2022. Now the 28 days of new and you consist of 21 days of prayer and fasting and then seven days of praise. 28 days of prayer and fasting and then seven days of praise. Now let's start to look at fasting. As we fast, I present it to each and every one that is a part of this journey. We have many that have locked arms with us and we are going and they have already started this corporate fast. So first I want to share with you, if you want to join in on our prayer and fasting, even though you may have missed a few days, you can still join in with us. You know, I kind of think of it like, you know, on your social media platform, for those of you that do, that, you know, sometimes people try to slide into your DMs. You know what I mean? They try to send you a little message within uh, in your DMs. Well, I want you to DM, I want you to slide in on this fast, okay? I want you to go ahead and come alongside us as we have already started the journey. But let me go ahead and just share a couple of things with you, foundational related to the fasting. First and foremost, we are, um, our scripture is Isaiah 58 and 6. Isaiah 58 and 6, that's our foundation scripture. Our focus is to regain, re-engage, and recharge your edge. Isaiah 58 and 6, where it says, is not this the fast that I have chosen? to loose the bounds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burden, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. We're talking about breaking financial yokes. We're breaking relational yokes. We're breaking derogatory health yokes. We're breaking negative mindset yokes. We're breaking generational yokes. We're breaking yokes on every level. We're even breaking yokes internally in our own lives, not just externally, but also in our own lives. As I went before the Lord asking him, how are we to uh, move? How am I to share this with our believers, with the community, with those that are part of our village? Uh, how do I uh, share this with the people of God? And he shared with me that we're going to take each week on a specific journey. So week one, we're going to be looking at the inner work. So this is what we've just done. Week one, the inner work, which is getting to the core of the matter. Week two, we're going to be looking at the outer work, which is shining brighter than a diamond. And then week three, we're going to be looking at the global work, which is we have been brought in the kingdom for such a time as this. And then we're going to have the seven days of praise. The seven days of praise is you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. He gave me this framework for the fast for this particular year. And the reason for that is that 
you should have a lifestyle of fasting. It should be a discipline that's a part of your life. Not because it's a new year to go into a prayer and a fast, but because as a believer, as one who knows that we deal with spiritual warfare, that know that our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty to God through the pulling down of strongholds, realizing that there's some things that only come out through prayer and fasting. You should have a disciplined life. This should be a part of your lifestyle. Now, in terms of how to fast, as you know, there are different ways to fast. There's the Daniel fast. There's absolute fasting. There's fasting for from sunup to sundown, different means of how to fast. However, what the Lord had placed for me to share with the people of God is that he wants you to seek him for the type of fast that you are to go on. I can share with you the type of fast that we're going, you know, that others may be going on, but it's not about that. It's about you right now, the new in you. The first step in the new in you is being able to hear and yield to the voice of God for yourself. That's why the Lord and the Holy Spirit has spoken and said, tell my people to go before me and I will tell them the type of fast that they are to be on. So once that is done, now for some, this may be your first time even fasting. So it's like, you know, where do I start? Well, we're here to help you with that as well. The other aspect of what God shared with me is that we have foundational material that will bless you as we go on this 28 days of the new in you. I have put out and I am continuing to put out prayer points, scripture targets, and daily encouragement for those that are coming alongside with us on this fast. If you would like to get those materials, you can email me at empoweredliving4, the number four, empoweredliving, the number four, at gmail.com. We'll have the information available for you on the screen as well. Those of you that have social media, you can just simply go to my social media platforms under Robin Sherrod, and you will be able to see the information there. But if you email empoweredliving4 at gmail.com or message me, through the social media platforms, I can be uh, rest assured that I will add you to those lists and I will make sure that you're getting that daily uh, word, that you're getting the daily uh, prayer and, and fasting and praise um, information and sharing that I am providing to you. And also listening to this um, live um, broadcast, or if you're looking at it on um, YouTube, or if you're looking at it or listening to it rather through the podcast. But either way, you have the information there in living for at gmail.com um, so you can get that information. But it's important because although we do fast, and generally after the fast, you know, we have really uh, put our flesh under subjection. We are empowered after a fast. And then we have to go and continue on as we do with our everyday life. And we're dealing with the ebbs and flows, the ins and outs, the ups and downs of life. 
and spiritual warfare. So as we are engaging in all of this, there is a, it's very important to know that your fast is just not an external event, that the fast was done to strengthen you internally. So the things that you are fasting from, then you should be turning to the Lord, praying to the Lord. As I shared with those um, that are part of our corporate fast, you should have a journal. You should have a pen to be a ready writer of what God is going to be downloading in your spirit because he is definitely going to be downloading in your spirit as we go through weeks one, two, and three. So as we go through week one, we're talking about the inner work, right? Getting to the core of the matter. So every day that there is a, a word, there is a, a phrase, there's a deeper depth of what we are asking God to do in us. Again, the work begins on the inside of us. We can fast, you know, and we are fasting for the breaking of the yokes, the destroying. Um, we're, we're fasting for things to change financially, relationally, all those type of things. But if a change doesn't start in us first, you see, it has to get down in us first. I go over to the book of Matthew and I'm reminded of when Jesus, I'm going to find it here, of when Jesus, when he was led by the Holy Spirit, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11, he was led by the Holy Spirit to go into the wilderness and he was tempted of the devil for 40 days and 40 nights. And it said afterwards that an angel came and ministered to him. But what were the things that the enemy came after Jesus about? He came after the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. All those things, we know that Jesus, uh, he never uh, fell into any form of temptation, but the enemy was coming at the inner core of Jesus. He was coming at the things that was internal that would have external results. Are you with me? He was coming to Jesus about things that were actually embedded internal that would have external results. So what do I mean by this? What I'm sharing with you is that the enemy came after the core. He came after the root. He came after the, the, the place that was the most uh, uh, place of stability with Jesus to shake him so that he could have a negative external result. And that's what the enemy tries to do to you and I. He tries to come and he tries to shake the core of us. But if our core is strong, if we have on the whole armor of God, as it speaks about over in the book of Ephesians, if we have on the whole armor of God, if we are walking in the spirit, according to Ephesians and Galatians, if we read those two letters that Paul wrote, we will find that there is just so much about who we are in terms of our spiritual inheritance, as well as the weapons that we fight and the warfare that we fight. But again, it all begins on the inside. That's why the core is so important. So we're doing the fast, working on the in a core, getting to the core of the matter. So we have some scriptures I want to share with you for each day that we have walked through thus far. The first one is search me. Psalms 139, 23, and 24. Day two is examine me. Psalms 26 and 2. 
Day three is forgive me. First John one and nine. Day four is create in me. Psalms 51 and 10. Day five is mold me. Isaiah 64 and eight. Day six is shape me. Jeremiah 18 and 6. And then we have uh, day 7, which is use me, which is Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. So as we are looking at each one of these here, we see that number one, search me. We're asking God to search our heart. We're asking him to search our anxious thoughts. We're asking him to see if there's anything in us, a hurtful way that you would lead us into the everlasting way. The second day is examine me. Lord, I need you to examine me. Look down on the inside of me. God, you created me. So therefore you are able to search me. You are able to examine me. And then once I determine and once I see what the Holy Spirit is revealing to me, then Lord, forgive me. According to the scripture, 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us. Then day four is create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit down on the inside of me. Day five is to mold me according to Isaiah 64 and eight. It says, oh Lord, you are the father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are a work in your holy hands. So mold me and then shape me, Lord. Jeremiah 18 and 6, he said, just as you are clay in my hands, so you are mine. So therefore, I'm able to shape you and to mold you into what I have designed for you to be. And then once all that is accomplished, now it's important to, for God to be able to use us according to Ephesians 2 and 10, where it says that we are God's masterpiece, that we were created anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things that he has planned for us all along. So now are you getting it? Are you seeing the connection here? Are you seeing the importance of doing the inner work? Because as we do the inner work, then we're going to have an external result. So as we go into week two, then we're going to be looking at uh, week two is the outer work. So that moves us to shining bright like a diamond. So we're going to be fasting and then we're going to be praying for week two. We're going to be looking at relationships, finances, health, personal growth, professional growth, attitudes and emotions and our spiritual capacity to receive. These are all the things that we're working with in day, working on in week two. So in week one, again, we're dealing with this core Week two, we're moving to the outer parts of us, shining bright like a diamond. We want to shine brighter than a diamond in our relationships, shining brighter in our finances, our health, our personal growth, our professional growth, our attitudes, our emotions, and our spiritual capacity to receive. And then in week three, we're going to be uh, looking at the global work. 
that God has brought us into the kingdom for such a time as this. He didn't bring us here for us to get the inner work done. He didn't bring us here for us to just go to the uh, dynamics and the areas that we feel comfortable with, but he brought us here in the kingdom for such a time as this for a global work. There is a global work that God has assigned for you. Your global work may be in California, wherever you live. Your global work may be in San Antonio, Texas. Your global work may be in Oklahoma. Your global work may be over in Liberia. Your global work may be in India. It could be in China. It could be in South Korea. It is wherever God has you placed right now. If you and I are not looking and seeing the things that are happening and the fact that the gospel of Jesus Christ, the love of God has to be shown to people because they don't know where to go and what to do. They thought that they could go into a brick and mortar church house, but they're finding now that you can't even do that because of this pandemic. So people are in their homes. They are isolated. They don't know what to do and how to do. Depression is on the wall disappointment is on the wall and the doors and the walls are closing in and that's where you and I have the assignment. Can you say that I have an assignment? You have an assignment to be the, the, the vessel that God wants to use because he's brought you in the kingdom for such a time as this. Then we're moving to the praise week. You don't know well, I, like I know what the Lord, hello, has done for me and what he is still continuing to do for me. But I want to, you know, I had not forgotten about the three uh, major points that I want to share with you, but I had to lay the foundation for the 28 days of the new and you, the 21 days of prayer and fasting, and then the seven days of praise. Because after we have come from out of the fast, as it said, that Jesus was ministered to by the angel. He was strengthened so that he could go on. These seven days of praise after the fast is our even more of our strengthening. We're sealing it with the praise. We're letting Judah go out because we know Judah means praise. We are letting Judah go out because we believe what God has done for us for the last 21 days. But even in that, I want to share with you because as you know, the enemy is not just going to stop after 28 days. So next is why not? Why not, first of all, go on this journey with us? And then after you go on the journey with us, why not continue to progress in what God has called and ordained and justified for you to do? Well, I want to share with you a few things that's going to come to you or a few things that you may be presented with as you are moving forward in 2022 for the new that God is doing in you. First of all, you need to write down somewhere, whether it's on a pad, your iPad, put it on your mirror, put it on a sticky pad, put it on your computer, put it in your bathroom mirror, put it in your a dresser, on your dresser mirror, in your home. But the bottom line is you need to ask yourself when God is giving you something to do and he's already given you the provision, he's giving you the resources. Even if you don't have them all, you have the gift. That's your resource. Your resource is the gift and God will give you a favor to have people to come into your life to give you what you need. But why not? Well, 
The enemy will try to bring that you need to get validation. We wait to get validation from people, places, or things before we move forward in what God has called us to do. We wait for somebody to tell us that it's okay. We wait for a yes. We wait for a no. We wait for it's your next turn in line. We wait in the kingdom of God for such a time as this. The urgency is now. The time is now. The moment is now. The opportunity is now. Don't wait for validation from an external source. Get the validation. That's why you're going on the fast dealing with the inner core so you can clearly hear the voice of the Lord. Get the validation from God and what God is saying for you to do in 2022 and to move forward with what he's told you to do. Validation. Validation keeps you in stagnation. Can you say that with me? Validation Waiting for validation keeps me in stagnation. Waiting for validation from people, places, or things will keep me in stagnation. The other thing is the volume of what you're listening to. You know, when we have the opportunity to turn things, turn the volume down, turn the volume up, we can mute. And sometimes our voices is on mute. Sometimes the volume that we need to be speaking to ourselves with the word of the Lord is on a whisper. But yet we have turned up, we have turned out the negative voices that's trying to come and say to us, you can't do it. You should have done it. You could have done it. You would have done it. You need to shut the volumes down, shut that voice down. And then you need to turn up the volume of the voice of the spirit. So what volume are we turning up? We're turning up the volume of the voice of the spirit in your life because you've done the work. You've gone to the inner core. You've looked at yourself. You examined yourself. You search yourself. And then you realize and you brought it before God and you said, God, now use me. And God is saying now he wants to use you, but you have excuses. Just like he told Moses, when Moses came to him for his excuses, God said, I don't don't have an excuse. I need to use you as a resource. So when, um, when, uh, Joshua, you know, when he was looking and Moses was dead and he didn't know what to do, what did the Lord tell him to do? He said, I want you to go. I want you to have courage. I don't want you to fear because I'm with you. He's already had given him the resources. So, so we're talking about the volume and then the velocity. I want to share with you about velocity. Velocity is the rate in which your position changes. The average velocity is the displacement or position change. Now, speed is how fast an object is moving. That is what speed is. But velocity, it refers to the rate in which an object changes its position. So imagine a person moving rapidly, one step forward and one step back, always returning to the original starting position. While this might result in a frenzy of activity, it will result in zero velocity because the person always returns to the original 
position. The motion would never result in a change in position. I want to speak to you about velocity, being able to have the right to change your position. If you are in a position of velocity, if you are in a position of motion, then you are maximizing your velocity. So that's what I want to share with you today. When the question comes to you as to why not, you say, because I am validated. You say, because I have a voice and you say, because I have velocity and I am moving in change. God bless you. We are so glad that you have joined us today. Hey, have a great day. Have a greater tomorrow and better days to come. We love you until we see each other again. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. If you'd like to stay connected with Robin Sherrod Deliverance Ministries, visit us at robinsherrod.com. Partner with us for weekly devotionals, candid conversations, Q&A, and a behind-the-scenes look at ministry life. We'd love to hear from you on social media and look forward to connecting with you next week.